3: web crawlers mini episodes coming at you monday through friday that's monday tuesday wednesday thursday and friday every day of the week into your phone through your earbuds <laughs> and into your brain
4: i'm allie siegel i'm melissa Stetton. i'm
2: here i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs>
4: maria and
2: maria's not listening
4: <laughs> she's still reading about axel rose <laughs>
2: thanks for having me
3: (laughs) yeah it's good yeah today we are going to do an episode on the jejun institute which is this cool like weird virtual reality interactive game thing that happened in san francisco and my older brother superstar celebrity jason seagull who's the most famous person in the world and my parents' favorite, just did a TV show um, about it on AMC called Dispatches uh, to Elsewhere. Dispatches from Elsewhere. Dispatches something. (laughs) So you can check that out if this episode piques your interest.
4: Um, Melissa, tell us about Jejune. Okay, so from 2008 to 2011 in San Francisco... These strange Scientology-esque flyers were posted all over the streets that led people on a mysterious alternate reality game slash scavenger hunt. And it all started inside an office called Jejun HQ in the financial district. Mm. But participants were led to explore other areas of the city at the direction of Jejun founder Octavio Coleman Esquire. So as the scavenger hunt unfolded, it got more and more complicated, And then when people started following these clues, they went down a rabbit hole into this insane world involving a missing girl from the 80s named Ava, mysterious radio broadcasts by anti-Jujun Institute organizations, religious groups, dancing Sasquatches, and cult factions battling each other. And the first clue led you to the 16th floor of an office building. And you would ask the receptionist for the Jujun Institute, and then he or she would hand you a key with some instructions printed on it. So you would go up to the room, and a video would play with a man broadcasting from a secret remote location. He explained the Institute's role in socioengineering and how various devices like telepathy and the bending of time-space continuum will help mankind. So he then told the participants to turn to their right, reach into the table drawer, and sign the consent form. And then you were sent on a hunt to find clues around the city. For example, there would be a metal ring anchored to the sidewalk that led you to a sign in an alleyway, which led you to a metal box in a parking garage, which led you to calling a private investigator about Ava Lucian, a girl who went missing in 1988. And you would have to dance in the streets. You'd have to tune into these pirate radio stations and visit obscure works of art and one mission even took players down into the sewers beneath Oakland. This is so cool. The game was released in a series of acts, chapters in an ongoing story. It was the sewer part that got you? (laughs) No, it was just
2: underground part, but still, it sounds pretty cool.
4: Yeah. So after Act 1 was released, players who solved it had to wait for the second act to be released, and when they solved that, they had to wait, once again, for Act 3. So,
3: in between the acts, the Jejun Institute produced a series of quote-unquote mini-episodes. So, for example, in the interim between Act 1 and Act 2, a handful of gamers were told to meet at a payphone for instructions. After completing the assigned task, Dance Like a Crazy Person on the Public Sidewalk, for example... They received a map that allowed them to get a head start on Act 2. The mini-episode between Act 2 and 3 took the form of a rally held in San Francisco's Union Square, put together by the Elsewhere Public Works Agency, one of the game's fictitious groups, as a way to expose the horrors of the Jejun Institute. The rally was attended by over 200 people who witnessed members of the EPWA scare away the guy who was the indoctrination video, who was in the indoctrination video. They were waging a battle over something called quote unquote nonchalance, and you were caught in the middle. The story revolves around two entities vying for the minds of San Franciscans. Uh, there's the science heavy, most likely evil Jejune Institute which may or may not be suppressing and controlling the thoughts of the city's citizens and the EPWA, an underground rebel group trying to dismantle Jejun. This is from a person's account of the final chapter. About a month ago, I received an email saying we were to infiltrate the Jejun Institute socio-reengineering seminar on April 10th in the Hyatt in San Francisco. We were to steal a specific orbit ball during our pre-screening the evening before the seminar. At the seminar, there were a number of scientists and employees and a man in a very strange chair. The man then stood and introduced himself. His name was Antoine. He showed us a video about the first socio-reengineering seminar that took place in the 70s where his parents met and conceived him. A disciple of Octavio, Antoine was going to show the 175 or so people in the room how to how to attain juvenescence. Then he showed a live video where a dolphin talked to us. After that, we moved chairs, saying mmm with each step. This was to be done
4: slowly. Sounds insane. Uh, he then goes on to say, we picked partners and alternated, saying yes and no to each other. We walked slowly around the room, looking at the floor, and then sped up, and then looked up, and then smiled at people, and then touched fingers with people, and then shook hands with people, and then winked at people. We sat in circles and chanted. We swayed. We cheered, ah, at the top of our lungs and threw our hands in the air. Then we sat, and then we were all told to take off a shoe. We then tossed all those shoes into the center of the room, and then we were told to fetch a shoe that was not our own. We held that shoe to our hearts and communed with it. We closed our eyes and pictured a color. Pictured the owner doing something with that shoe.
2: Okay, I get that, though. Like, that doesn't sound weird to me. Like, that sounds actually, like, kind of a good way in, like, connecting with someone. Sure,
4: yeah. Uh, We then were told to find the shoe's owner. And when I found the woman who wore the sneaker I was holding, I told her I saw purple and her sitting on a park bench with her shoe. She thanked me. We were were asked to thank you. (laughs) We were asked to put the orbs we stole the night before into a cup of hot water. It was tea. Cool. Wow. After Octavia was done speaking, he said, Ava bless, and was surrounded by his employees and then left out the back door. But then Jeff, the creator of the game, got on stage. He talked for 30 minutes about how he is interested in human interaction and real life experiences, etc., so, in 2011, when the Jejun Institute closed, it was revealed that the whole thing was actually an immersive three year art project created by Oakland artist Jeff Hole. And over the span of three years, Jeff Hole and his team at his art consultancy firm, Nonchalance, crafted this elaborate and intricate narrative around the Jejun Institute. And they fabricated fake players who posted to message boards about Jejun. They traded information and clues and theories with real players. And participants were immersed in this complex and intricate narrative and became part of it themselves. And it was not just a game, but a fully engrossing experience. And there's this interview from the New York Times says when Mr. Hole was 15, he went to self actualization classes. A precursor to the landmark forum leadership organization. Whoa! Oh shit! That's a, so. It's this artist who did this whole. He created this whole thing. Had a team. He just created this whole scavenger hunt, which is crazy. That's so crazy. That's so. There's crazy. There's a documentary on it. Um, yeah, I've watched it. I. It's, uh, it's called The Institute. Yeah, it it's weird because it, it doesn't really explain fully what it uh, what it is. It kind of takes you on the journey yeah. and it shows you like the end where like the guy comes up and it's like, this is the end and this is everyone's dancing around. And some people were like, huh, I don't that's not really the ending I was expecting or like, I don't know what I was expecting. Some people were like, yeah, this is fine. Other people were like, what is that? Like, it was just. It's a, it's a pretty interesting thing, but yeah, your brother made a whole show based on it.
3: Yeah, because my brother he didn't do it obviously when it was happening in San Francisco, right. but he like watched the watched the documentary and like thought it was really weird. Yeah, and then I guess contacted this Jeff guy and ended up doing like a version of it that this guy Jeff um, set up for him and then like wrote the the got the rights and like wrote the show based on it.
4: But yeah, it's so crazy. So I kind of did not something, not like a scavenger hunt, but when I first moved to L.A. like over 10 years ago, there was this water gun assassination game. Oh,
2: they did that in college. Was it like called like Mafia?
4: Yes, something. It was called, this one was called Street Wars. Mm. And it was these two guys from San Francisco created this thing where it's 200 people sign up and you're assigned to kill someone with your water gun. Uh-huh. You have to and, and they give you like a dossier of like who you're after. Like it's a picture of them and then like their address. Oh
2: my god. This sounds like right up my alley.
4: And it and I, I heard I don't know where I heard about it, probably in MySpace somewhere. Oh my and God. So I signed up for it. I was given this um dossier with this guy what's his name is Braden was like the first guy I was after and he lived like in Hollywood. And so I would go over to his house and like try to wait for him to leave or like figure out where he worked and like go to his work and like wait outside for Did him. Did they
2: give you his address yes. Or you had to find that? They give you?
4: you the address. Oh.
2: I wish you would have had to find it. That would be Yeah.
4: Cool. What's cool is that CNN then came to follow me around for a night because they were doing a story on this. What? And the creators of the game, this guy, Utai. He was like, oh, Melissa seems really cool. Like She'd be fun to follow around. Like, Do you want CNN to come follow you around? I was like, hell yeah. Oh, my God. And so they came with... It's on CNN. I can upload the video up on on our Twitter and Instagram.
1: She climbs under roofs and sneaks around balconies. I don't even know if
2: this is
4: the guy's apartment.
0: An amateur James Bond playing an elaborate game of hide and seek. Melissa Stetton is one of 200 players running around L.A. playing Street Wars Killer. The assassins have three weeks to hunt their targets. The twist being, another player is hunting them.
4: And I, I, I just have like such like a hipster haircut. This is like over ten years ago. It's such a oh nerd. Oh my god! But I like would go and just wait outside people's houses, and like I climbed on roofs to like. Get, I would wake up at like five in the morning and go over to these people's houses and wait outside bushes. Was it to, fun? To squirt them. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I came in like of 200 people. I was in, I think I was in the top five.
2: Oh, my God. And was there a prize? Oh, my God. That's
4: incredible. I think think so it was like a cash prize or something Whoa. but i like lived in this apartment building and so i had my friend jed who also lived there like every day i would ask him like look out your window is there anyone in the parking lot waiting for me like i would take the stairs i would like take weird routes around my building to get into my car because people were like waiting for me
2: oh to my squirt God. me
4: but yeah that's a fun that's a holy fun thing holy
3: shit melissa Stetton, queen of squirting no. Family. Okay. Okay, I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I wonder. We gotta. We gotta post that footage. Of yeah, because that's super I'll cool. Find it. If anyone was part of the the Jejun game yeah. or Melissa's water gun assassin game or any other weird games like that, Melissa, where can people <laughs> reach us?
4: You can email us at webcrawlerspod at gmail.com, or you can find us on Twitter and Instagram and reddit and facebook
3: yes and do not forget to rate and subscribe to us on apple podcasts so that i can send you pictures of our feet (laughs) um i am Allie siegel i'm melissa stetson i'm producer maria Uh, bye thanks for tuning in bye